by you, 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Hope you had a good weekend. Jimi Hendrix there. You know, whenever people talk about the greatest rock and roll guitar players ever, Jimi Hendrix is always at the top of the list because he was doing things that, that people never never saw before, never never heard before. And it's always a fun conversation to have because there's a lot of fantastic rock guitar players. But when you start talking about who's the best and, and who's your favorite, obviously that can be a, a, a subjective conversation. But Jimi Hendrix is usually always always at the top of the list. Again, because when, when, when he was around doing what he was doing, most people, they, they, they never... They never saw or heard anything like it before. But when you talk about the greatest guitar players in rock and roll, Eric Clapton's name is always on on the list. He, he's on he's on the list somewhere. He's always up at the top. And Eric Clapton was in New Orleans uh, a couple of nights ago. He played the Smoothie King Center this past Saturday night, and I was going to go. But the more I thought about it, having to wear a mask for for two hours, because when you when you went to the show, you had a you had to wear a mask. The only time you you could take your mask off is if you were eating or drinking. Um. And and that was one of the reasons why I I decided not to go. I I said I don't I don't want to have to wear a mask for for two hours straight. Or around two hours straight. Um, but you know, there's a way you can work around that. You said unless you were eating a drink, and all you had to do was have a beer in your hand the entire time. You could say you were drinking. If anybody said, "How come you aren't wearing a mask?" You just hold your beer up like I'm drinking a beer. Yeah, I could have done that. Yeah. Just got a, got a couple of beers at a time, and and I could have I could have kept the mask off the. Yeah. The entire time, and if anybody looked at you, just take just take a sip. Like, look, 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 look. See, I'm drinking. Does that make sense to you, Coleman? (laughs) That you could be in there when they tell you you have to wear a mask, um, except if you're eating or drinking. So you could be in there drinking uh, for a couple hours straight and and not have to put a mask on. Does that does that make sense to you? A lot of I'm on record. A lot of this stuff doesn't make sense to me, but I'm just at the point now is, is why even argue? I've seen Eric Clapton before, and I, I, I really wanted to go um, Saturday night. I had, I had uh, several friends who went, but they were posting on Facebook. It was, it was, it was just a, everybody in there had to, had to have a mask on. You know, it's ironic. When I was uh, looking at my Facebook friends who were taking pictures from the venue and they was talking about it, I seen that it is weird because, you know, you think of Eric Clapton, you think of a rock legend, older generation, you know, like uh, they, they that were inspired by him in their youth. It seemed like the older people were the ones complaining about, oh, I had to wear this mask, this, that, and the other. But the younger kids who were just getting into classic rock and Eric Clapton, they enjoyed the concert. And I found that they said they, they loved it. You know, Jimmy Bond was awesome. Eric Clapton was awesome. Whereas the older people were like, oh, man, I, I, don't, I didn't really like it. Uh, the, the, were, the seats were scattered. The energy was really low. Whereas the younger kids was like, 
I enjoyed the hell out of this concert. I, I found that to be really weird. Like they were numb to the whole COVID vaccination rules. They just enjoyed the show, you know. Well, things bother older people more than they bother kids. Well, I'm actually surprised Eric Clapton even did the show based on some of the stuff he had said prior to doing shows like that. I think Eric Clapton said, I'm not doing any shows that require people to get vaccinated or wear a mask. So the fact that he even showed up was a good thing. He did say that because he did get vaccinated in England and... Right after he got vaccinated, he said he couldn't move his hands and fingers the way he normally does, and he couldn't play guitar for a little while. And then, uh, and then the the he got normal again, and and he was able to play guitar. But after that happened, he said on this tour, I I, I don't want to play anywhere where the people have to get vaccinated. Um, but but here in New Orleans. You either had to get vaccinated or you had to show you tested negative for COVID over the last three days. Right. That, that those, were the, those were the only two ways that you could get in to that concert. Those are the only two ways you can get into any bar or restaurant right now in, in New Orleans. I, I mean, it, it sucks. So, um, I'm quite but sure, I, yeah. but I did think about it for a while and I, I was just like, do I want to go and, and wear a mask for a couple hours? Well, I'm, I'm quite sure Eric Clapton was aware of the rules, you know, before going to the Smoothie King Center. I'm quite sure he was aware of the mask mandates, even though he said what he said. However, I do believe that after Hurricane Ida, he felt like New Orleans needed something. So he did the show anyway. I, we talked about that last week. It was the first concert in the Smoothie King Center in a year and a half. Wow. In 18 months, it was the first concert. That, that, that was, was like welcome back to an arena rock show. And in a city like New Orleans where where there's always live music, there's always entertainment, and... To think Eric Clapton was the first concert in a year and a half to perform at the Smoothie King Center. Um, and from from everything I, I read and from talking to friends, I mean, he was he, he was he was great. He, he, he I mean, he's a he, he's one of the greatest guitar players, at least greatest known guitar players that 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 we know about. I say that because there's there's probably some guys in their garages or wherever that are that are really good. We just we just don't know who they are. And you mentioned Jimmy Vaughn opened up the show. Now he's the brother of Stevie Ray Vaughn. And and Stevie Ray Vaughn is is a guy that I always put on the list, at the top of the list when it comes to the greatest guitar players who I ever saw. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan w- w- was, was so good, it was silly. And uh, it was pretty cool that, that Jimmy Vaughn, Stevie Ray's brother, opening up for, for Eric Clapton, slow hand, on this tour. 
I wonder if the bassist always feels slighted because there's never a conversation of who the best bassist of the world is. We always talk about who's the best rock vocalist or who's the best guitar player, but you never really say who's the best bassist in rock. No, and you even talk about best drummers too. Yeah, uh, but but you, that's who's the best saxophone player in rock. You never hear about the other instruments. It's always the the guitar or the singer or the drummer. Who's who's the best keyboard player? Yeah, and right. You never you never hear that. And bass is an important instrument too, but um, not as not as flashy as lead vocals, guitar, or or drums. So uh, it, it went well. Again, I I I wanted to go, and I and I I thought about it, and and. You know, I should have done what you said, Coleman. I should I should have just gone and, and, and just always had a beer in my hand for the for the whole show, and then I'd, I'd be able to drink my beer and I wouldn't have to wear the mask for uh, a couple hours straight. Well, next time there's something, there you go. Something to do. All right, coming up on the show this morning. Boy, were the Saints bad yesterday. As good as the Saints were in week one against Green Bay, they were they were that bad in week two yesterday in Carolina against the Panthers. Didn't even look like the same team. They they couldn't do anything. And, and I was thinking, wow, after week one and and, and now after after yesterday, I'm 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 thinking, wow, oh no, Jesus. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, and there was a big trash parade over the weekend. Uh, hundreds of people showed up for the first annual uh, trash parade here in New Orleans. We got a lot to talk about on the show this morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Guns and Roses there. And this uh, past weekend, I hope you had a good one, we celebrated the 30th birthday of the Guns N' Roses albums, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, as well as the Ozzy Osbourne album, No More Tears. And I was just listening to Patience right there, and... Patience was not on Use Your Illusion 1 or, one or 2. And, and it wasn't on their first debut album either, Appetite for Destruction. There, there was four years in between those two Guns N' Roses album, albums. Uh, Appetite came out in 1987. And then The Illusions came out in September of 1991. So that's a, a long time in between albums. They, they put out something in between those two called G&R Lies. And that's where the song Patience came from, off the, uh, off the Guns N' Roses Lies release. You know what, I'm, I'm thinking about 1991, all, all, all those great albums that came out 30 years ago now. I mean, besides the illusions and no more tears, that that's the year Nirvana, Nevermind came out. 
That's the year Pearl Jam's first album came out, 10. The Red Hot Chili Peppers released their biggest album, uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Soundgarden, Bad Motor Finger came out in 1991. The Metallica Black Album. Smashing Pumpkins' first big album came out in 1991. Gish. U2's Actung Baby came out in 1991. R.E.M., Out of Time. You know, you, you just listen to those bands and those albums. That was all one year, and there are, there's a lot more, too. Um, and you just think, you, you look back, and, and I remember those albums coming out, and I thought, well, this is just how life is for rock and roll fans. I mean, this is, this is what it's like. But, but now, 30 years later, I mean, we don't, we, we, we get nothing pretty much compared to what we were getting in 1991. I mean, there are, there are plenty of new rock bands out there releasing albums, but they don't make any any type of noise like so many of those albums did back in 1991. Yeah, but think about all those albums coming out in one year, and you're a rock fan. Do you think you get overwhelmed or it's too much to process at one time? Because I know when I buy an album, I'm pretty much stuck on that album for a few months. I couldn't imagine like buying an album almost every week and just trying to process the new music over and over because, you know, usually like when album when albums came when albums came out and you had to go to the store and get them, I might get about two or three and I just wear those two or three out and, you know, I might get one more on the side but just to listen to some new music. But other than that, I remember just listening to albums on constant repeat. So we have so many albums all coming out on the same year all in one time, there's no way you can process all of that and enjoy it, right? Well, you, I, I remember my friends and I, we were listening to, to music all the time Be, because these albums just kept coming out, and, and we were listening to them all the time. Um, Skid Row, Slave to the Grind, their second album came out, and, and that, that was fantastic. And then and then they had problems with the singer and then and then they got rid of him and and even though they're still a band they're they're nowhere to be found or seen um there were they they just the albums just kept coming out and and you thought that it would never end and it didn't cuz 92 was a good year and 93 was a good year. Um, right up until the mid-90s, mid-late mid 90s. And then, and then things started to slow down a little bit. But boy, you talk, about, you talk about a time in rock and roll history. 1991. I mean, just so much great music. Uh, it's, it's interesting. And... Um, I think back then MTV was still playing videos for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. They were they were still playing videos. And Coleman, the other day you and I were talking about how a week or two ago they had the MTV Video Music Awards. This year, less than one million people 
watched that yeah, on the, television. I think that was their lowest ratings in history ever. Like, and I remember, we, I remember when we were talking about the VMAs because it was about a week or two ago, and and I was I was watching Indiana Jones at an Indiana Jones marathon, and on the corner of Chiron on the television screen, it actually had the countdown of when the VMAs were supposed to start. And I remember looking at that countdown, thinking, "All right, that's when I'm going to change the channel." Like I actively wanted to avoid the VMA. So when I saw the countdown go down and the Indiana Jones movie was coming to its end, I changed the channel because I didn't want to watch the VMAs. Like I, because I, I, I don't like award shows like that. It just, I don't know something about them. It's just cringe. Like they try so hard, none of the people that I like ever get awarded or nominated. So I just, I just cut it off. Yeah, MTV said back in the day they said they got to a point where they had to start doing other things. There were too many other channels popping up regionally all over the place that were playing music videos. So they, they had to go and and do something else, which which they did, but in doing so, they completely stopped playing music videos. Yeah. Now it's all t- reality shows, teen mothers and... Yet they, they still, even though they don't play music videos anymore, they still have the MTV Video Music Awards, which, well, I, I guess they figured it, it, it used to be big, because it really did. The MTV Video Music Awards used to be big. I remember one year when Axl Rose hopped up on stage uh, with Tom Petty during the MTV Video Music Awards and, uh, and sang a song with him. And I thought, wow, this is cool. Dude, I, I used to be into the awards when I thought it actually represented what I liked and I thought they were actually real. But the more I got into it and the more I started watching award shows, it just seems like it's celebrities self-glossing themselves. And I used to wonder when, whenever they were, somebody would win an award, like best album or best new artist or best female vocalist, I always wondered, like, is my taste in music that different from the regular society because nobody that I ever thought should win would win <laughs> you know and I felt like that about music awards movie awards and like everything that I like never won anything so I just I tuned out yeah well, Van Halen released for unlawful carnal knowledge in 1991 as, as well uh, Lenny Kravitz had mama said uh the cult put out an album ceremony I mean there, there were a lot there, there were a lot um for unlawful corner, no, I wonder what that could mean. Well, you know what that means, and that's, that's it. But there, there, man, nineteen ninety one, and just living, living back then, just thinking this is how this is how life is. That we're gonna, we have so many great rock bands, and 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 they just keep releasing great albums. And and do you think ninety one was the best year for rock? Uh, it, it, it was a great year. Again, that's subjective. It's hard to say which year was the was the, because some people would say you could pick a year in the late '60s. Some people would say you could you could pick a year in the early to mid '70s. But when it comes to commercial success, though, when you think about the fact that they did have MTV uh, music videos at the time, where people can see their artists. You, you you can see where they were headed to and where they were going. Like they're going to be in Springfield, Colorado this weekend, and they had all the commercials. And all. you can just go to the store and buy the albums. I think they had it with the, the barcode sound scan at this time where you can actually beep. Like, they can keep track. And it just started in 1991. Right. The, 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 that's when the, the, bar, the barcode to, to, to buy an album, they would beep. Yeah, so commercially speaking, when it comes to money, that probably was one of the best years 
in rock. Well, this was a fun weekend here at Bayou uh, this past weekend with uh, the 30th birthday of Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, and Ozzy Osbourne, No More Tears. We paid tribute and played a bunch of stuff off of those uh, those albums. Um, ho- hope you had a good weekend. Uh, I hope your weekend was better than the New Orleans Saints coming up on the show. Boy, did they look bad yesterday. As as great as they looked in week one against the Green Bay Packers, they looked that bad yesterday in week two at the Carolina Panthers. That was that that was brutal. We'll talk a bit about that. There was a uh, there was a there was a trash parade in New Orleans yesterday because a lot of people are frustrated that uh, the garbage isn't being picked up, and and for a lot of people it wasn't being picked up before Hurricane Ida. But Hurricane Ida made uh, made the trash problem worse. So there was there was a trash parade uh, over over the weekend. We have a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. There's something going up for auction that's pretty incredible. A rare edition copy of the United States Constitution. And they're thinking it's going to fetch around $20 million. It's an exceptionally rare first edition printed copy of the United States Constitution. It's going on sale in New York at Sotheby's Auction House. New York City! It's one of just 11 surviving copies, and it's the last one in private hands from the first printing of the document's final text produced for delegates of the 1787 Constitutional Convention and Continental Congress. You know, they... When, when they came up with the United States Constitution, um, following the production of two earlier drafts, the constitutional convention's official printers created 500 copies of a final official edition of the United States Constitution and distributed them to delegates. Um, and so I guess now there's there's only 11 surviving copies of that. And and one of them is going up for, up for auction over the next uh, few days up in New York. $20 million. They know they can download the PDF for free, right? I think they I think they're aware of that Coleman, yeah. Good point. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here. Coleman, there's a there's a new beer that's out that is so strong it's illegal in 15 states. Is that right? Yeah. 
Samuel Adams is launching a new limited edition beer. But it's so potent, it's illegal in 15 of the United States of America. It's not illegal here, though, in Louisiana. Uh, the Samuel Adams is releasing a new version of its Utopius brand every two years. And the 12th edition will be on shelves starting October 11th. Uh, the reason why it's illegal in 15 of our United States is because the beer contains 28% alcohol by volume. Well, count me in. That's more than five times the potency of typical beers here in the United States. I think I would give it a shot. You could do shots of this beer. You know, a lot of people, they like to do a shot in a beer. With this, you can you can cut your time in half. You you, you can do it at the... Pour, pour a shot of the beer and, and just do it as a as a shot. And what's the name of that beer? One more time, maybe. Samuel Adams is 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 releasing the beer. Uh, it's a new version of its Utopius. Utopius brand every 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 two years. I'm gonna have to check that out. It doesn't say whether it's a stout or a pilsner or IPA or anything, right? It's it's a lager. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I'll do the research. Trust me. Utopius. They were first introduced. In, in 2002, and they have increased in price over the years. Uh, but this is this is something how this particular beer by Samuel Adams will contain 28% alcohol by vo volume. Again, that's more than, than five times the potency of typical United States beers. I wonder what those states are doing that are so lame that you can't, yet that they have to bar certain alcohols by volume. I wonder what happened. It's interesting is that the states where it's illegal, both Mississippi and Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. Those are the those are the 15 states where the new Samuel Adams beer that has 28% uh, alcohol by volume is not not legal. This text says, Bayou Tech on uh, LA31 makes a couple that are 18 and 23% alcohol by volume. Cool. This text says, and Coleman, I'm counting on you, man. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Please count me in. What, I October 18th, you said? What's the normal, you know, what's the normal uh, amount of, of alcohol in a, in, in, a, in a regular beer? In, in it, a typical beer, it can range between 2.3 to about 7, something like that. That's, that's a, on a weaker side, though. Percent mm -hmm. alcohol per beer. Well, this. 
This text says, drink moonshine. It's 28%. <laughs> well, it, 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 a potato skin or orange peel, I do both. I remember when, when I was in college, um, grain alcohol was illegal. I went to college in Massachusetts. We had to drive to Rhode Island to buy a bottle of grain alcohol. And um, I, I know we made a punch up in our dorm room, but we also we also did a shot of it. Yeah. And, and you got to be careful doing that. That was stupid. It was. That, well, you could you could lose your eyesight. Yeah. By by doing that, but you're you know you you're. I think one ninety proof Everclear is probably uh, is legal, but it's not. It is it is a grain alcohol, but it's not like moonshine. I think moonshine is still illegal technically here in Louisiana, but. You know, if you still want to get to the grain, there is Everclear diesel, 190. That I stuff evaporates before you can even swallow it. It goes straight to the bloodstream. I just thought it was interesting how uh, Samuel Adams has a new beer that it's got so much alcohol in it, it's illegal in 15 states. But, but you make but, a good point. Those Those people who are in those 15 states can probably travel to a nearby state and grab it like they do with fireworks. You know, and they they and, and try to smuggle it into their states. Yeah, but but it's 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 legal here in uh, in Louisiana. All right, coming up next on the show, it's this morning's Big O. And uh, boy, the Saints looked really bad yesterday. As as great as they looked in Week One against the Green Bay Packers, they looked that that bad, just as bad yesterday in Carolina against the Panthers. It was almost like I wanted to I wanted to smack my television set saying, what, what's wrong with this thing? Watching the Saints yesterday. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We have a lot to get to still on our show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here. And it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. How bad were the Saints yesterday? As, as great as the Saints were in week one, dismantling the Green Bay Packers, they were that bad yesterday being dismantled by the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. They lost 26-7. to They couldn't do anything. They, they, on offense, Alvin Kamara rushed for five yards. Wow. I mean, there are many plays, single plays, where Alvin Kamara rushes for five yards. He rushed for five yards in the entire game yesterday. Jameis Winston had his worst game as a quarterback ever. He had his lowest quarterback rating yesterday that he ever had uh, in, in his career. His passer rating yesterday was 26.9. It was the worst passer rating he's ever had in a game 
in his whole career. They they couldn't do anything. On, on, on offense, he dropped back to pass. He, he didn't have time because the, the offensive line was, 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 was getting mauled. The, the receivers downfield, they, they weren't open. They, they, they couldn't do anything. And, and this is against a team whose quarterback just came over from the Jets because they basically gave up on him. And Sam Darnold is his name, and boy, he looked good. Expected so much more from the Saints defense as well. I know I know they they had a couple of injuries. There's a couple holes there. But I didn't think they'd ever ever play that bad. I mean, when when you look at you 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 can't do anything on offense. You cannot run the ball, you cannot throw the ball. And then and then on defense, you're not able to to, to stop the opponent. I, I've, I've never seen such a drastic change in a team in a seven-day span. Uh, again, they, they looked incredible against Green Bay, and they looked that bad yesterday. And... Who who knows what the what the future holds? I know last Monday morning, one week ago, today, I, I was in here saying this looks like it's going to be a fantastic year for the New Orleans Saints. And I know that they didn't have a bunch of their offensive coaches because they tested positive for, for COVID last week. They there were several of their offensive coaches who did not make the trip to Carolina, but I don't know if you could blame how bad they were. Well, Both, based on what you've seen from the game in Green Bay compared to yesterday, in your opinion, what do you think it was? What do you think was the, the stark difference between last week and this week and this past? Coleman, I don't, I've been watching football my whole life. They seemingly could do no wrong one week ago. Yesterday, they couldn't do anything right. I mean, nothing. It was it was as bad as you could be on a football field. Just like the week before was as good as they could be. I don't, I, I, I don't ever recall seeing such a drastic change within a week. They, it was almost like when you're watching the game, it's almost like why did they get on the plane and go there? It seemed like they were so out of it that they would rather be doing anything else than playing football yesterday. So now the question is, who are the real saints? Are they the ones that show up 
that showed up against Green Bay or they were the ones that showed up yesterday? Who are the real Saints? No idea. I, I, I don't know. And and again, it's not like they were. And by the way, this weekend there there were some there were some great games this week. That game last night, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore finally beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, and um, the the running back who came out of LSU, Edwards Hilaire, he he fumbled in the in the right at the end of the game. And and that 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 cost Kansas City the, the the game last night. But there were there were some fantastic football games. Did your Tulane prediction come true? Uh no. <laughs> okay. Tulane got whooped by Ole Miss. I thought Tulane was going to give uh, Ole Miss a game on Saturday. They they lost by forty points. And, and, and LSU played Central Michigan, one of one of one of the easier games on their schedule. They won in Baton Rouge, although they they ran out of hotel rooms. They said in in, in Baton Rouge because of Hurricane Ida. Um, no, Central Michigan wouldn't sleep it on the street, but um, there there were no hotel rooms in, in, in Baton Rouge. You know who that is right on Texas on the text machine. Who's that? It's Billy. Oh, the Green Bay fan. Yeah, he said, "All I gotta say is, ah, sweet victory." Well, Green Bay plays tonight, and they 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 they're they're playing at home against Detroit. I don't think he means Green Bay. I think he means sweet victory because we feel what he felt last week. Yeah, you know our our, our Green Bay Packer fan Billy, who texts us a lot, we 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 feel the same one week apart because the Saints look just as bad as the Green Bay Packers looked. When a press conference, Peyton he did take some responsibility. So it's like it's not like one thing. Clearly, to play that bad, it's not one thing wrong. It's several things that went wrong. Whether it's they didn't have their starting uh, defensive players or offensive linemen, or they didn't have the offensive coaches, or things just weren't clicking. And maybe Carolina just scouted them really good to to hold Alvin Kamara at five yards. They had to be paying attention to what this dude was doing. So it's not even a fluke. I can't even say it's a fluke on Carolinas, and I think they just played really well and had the plays well scouted. Well, I, again, I I just I, I I can't believe how bad the Saints looked yesterday. I I I I would have never ever thought that after how they looked week one. I I, I wish I could tell you. Well, here's here's why, and uh, but I mean, obviously, it's still very early in the season. And speaking of the football season, starting tomorrow, we're we're, we're getting our King of the Bayou going again. That, that's where it, it, you you pick the NFL games. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. No point spreads, and weekly, whoever whoever picks the most winners will win groceries from Zapardos. And at the end of the year, the prizes for the yearly winner for our King of the Bayou this year are going to be worth over six thousand dollars. Yeah. 
including a a $4,000 diamond ring, a 65-inch flat-screen HD TV, and and this starts tomorrow. But you could you can sign up starting today. I mean, you 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 could sign up. Just go to our website, Bayou957.com. You'll see the uh, King of the Bayou box. That's where I'm dressed like Elvis. I look like a moron. And sign up. It, it, it only takes a, a, a few seconds. It, again, it's free. And, and we start this week. So we had the first two weeks off. So we could, we could well, because of Hurricane Ida, that's why we had the first two weeks off. But what those two weeks did was give us a chance to see all the teams play for a couple of weeks and well, with the Saints. It yeah, it's like I still don't know it, what it doesn't goes. help at all. It's 50-50. But thanks for not playing the Monday morning quarterback because, you know, you go on Facebook and everyone's like, we told you that Winston was the flu. They should have put Taysom in and they, they got the Monday morning uh, the Monday morning quarterbacks trying to review plays and say what could have happened, what should have happened. But, you know, I mean, the way Jameis looked a week ago compared to yesterday. But, yeah, he was bad, but it wasn't just his fault. Uh, the the line didn't help him out much. His receivers weren't getting open. They couldn't run the ball a lick. Sure, sure, he was part of the problem, but it wasn't it wasn't only because of Jameis Winston. So, um, well, anyways, sign up for our King of the Bayou again. It only it only takes a few seconds. It's free. We have. Prizes every week and fantastic prizes for the uh, for the winner at the end of the end of the season. And you can go sign up on our website. And it starts this week. The first game of our King of the Bayou is Thursday night. Yeah, so you can start picking on Tuesdays. Yeah, you can start picking tomorrow. But but sign up today and and uh, it's on our website at Bayou957.com. Bayou ninety five point seven. New Orleans' only classic rock station. According to a new poll, only 56% of Americans can name the three branches of government. That's pretty sad. Especially, I I bet you 75% of Americans could name the three Kardashian sisters. But but it's pretty sad when only 56% of Americans can name the three branches of government. That's pretty important to know in this the greatest country on earth, which is the United States of America. Uh, the 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 three branches of government. It's legislative, executive, and judicial. Oh, I thought it was the long branch, the short branch, and the broken branch. Well, you were close. Shocks. The legislative that that's our that's our that's our government that that's our that's our uh, legislators. That's all of our senators and our congressmen. Then executive that's the that's the president. And then judicial, the the, the judges, the the justices, the, 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 those are the three. But 
I just saw where only 56% of Americans could answer that question. Is, is, that, that can't be a good thing that, that so many people in our country are just, is, is, are, are things in our country, are things in the United States that great where, where so many people don't even need to know how our country is run? I guess they say ignorance is bliss, right? Ignorance is bliss, Coleman. Uh, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And on Saturday, they uh, had the first trash parade here in New Orleans. That's right. It was a, uh, it was a, it was a fun garbage parade. Garbage walk. We told you about this at the end of last week. Um, and it, it started at 11 a.m. on Saturday, two days ago, at the corner of Elysian Fields and St. Claude Avenues. And then they, uh, they, they marched to City Hall, the idiot box. And the reason they had the trash parade they were people are protesting the garbage collection issues it's been a it's been a disaster since hurricane ida but it was bad before hurricane ida there were several neighborhoods in new orleans long before hurricane ida that were having issues getting their garbage picked up because the, the garbage company garbage companies didn't have enough employees they didn't have enough garbage men. And, and and you put Hurricane Ida on top of that, and it's a uh it's a stinking disaster. And so um on on Saturday, hundreds, I don't know the exact number, but hundreds of 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 people showed up call them protesters but they uh they they showed up to express their outrage over the uh the problems with with picking up the garbage here in the, the city of New Orleans the very first annual trash parade um and a bunch of people there said that th- their garbage hasn't been picked up before Hurricane Ida. And the city of New Orleans, I, I know that they have, they have talked to some other companies, but that they are doing what they can, much like Entergy did after Hurricane Ida. Entergy went out and they got over 20,000 extra crews to come in from different parts of the country to help get our power restored. The city of New Orleans is going to have to do something similar, not as big, obviously, to uh, to call out for garbage men from uh, from outside of our area to to, to come in and, and and pick up the trash. It stinks in a, in a, in a lot of parts of the city right now. 
Well, during the trash parade, there was somebody texting updates here. So this, these, uh, this text comes from when the trash parade was going on, and it says, update, after dumping about 20 bags on City Hall steps this evening, it's funny that the city was able to find a garbage truck to come along, along with pressure-washing trucks. I guess it's true that some animals are more equal than others, meaning that when they dumped the trash on City Hall steps, it was funny how the city was able to get trucks right there to come pick up that trash that they left and pressure-washed the steps to sanitize it. But they did say that Friday that they were going to start a Mardi Gras-style cleanup, the city did, meaning that uh, they was going to start going down different streets and neighborhoods and using, like, uh, police escorts and uh, the the little spinny things that they do at the Mardi Gras, the, the, those little machines with the little brushes at the bottom and all kind of sanitation and pressure washing trucks. That's probably where they got that stuff from. Yeah, they called it, uh, they said the city of New Orleans said that they're going to do the Mardi Gras-style pickup. Again, no, no, uh, no, no bands, no crews, no people in costumes. They were just talking about the equipment that they that they use when they when they clean up Mardi Gras. Um, but yeah, I guess some people did dump some garbage at City Hall, which was predictable. The guy who put it together said he was going to throw a ceremonial trash bag on the steps, like just to symbolize trash. But I knew there were going to be some people actually throwing their real trash. On the steps of City Hall. You can't open Pandora's box like that and expect nothing like that to happen. It's amazing that City Hall was able to get the the, the garbage that was dropped on their front steps uh, picked up very quickly. You know, it, it's like when you see pictures of uh, some of these politicians at public gatherings or at parties and they're not wearing masks, or, you know, yet they're they're demanding that our kids in, in, in the classrooms uh, ha- have to wear masks. Uh, right, that's where that animal, the animal farm reference comes from, from that text. Some animals are just more equal than others, I guess, right? Animal Farm is, is a good book. It's a real good book. Uh, well, anyways, the, the, the first annual trash parade uh, went fairly well, and hundreds of people showed up. Uh, on on Saturday, and and hopefully, um, you know we're gonna we're gonna get our garbage picked up sooner than later. And I know in Jefferson Parish, there, there's still some issues uh, picking up picking up the trash too, picking up the garbage as well. Um, and, and hopefully, they're going to uh, you know the garbage companies are going to have full stabs again. I mean, because the 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 coronavirus money. Uh, has stopped coming in, whether it was at the state level or at the federal level. That money has stopped coming in, so uh, people need to to go back to work now. All right. Uh, Coming up on the show, there was something that happened in New Orleans on Thursday night at a restaurant that I need to tell you about. Uh, it 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 was a wild scene. And, and I also got to tell you about what happened at a baby shower that I've never seen happen before in my life. Uh, stay tuned for those and more. We still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. And 
this past Saturday night, two nights ago, Eric Clapton played the Smoothie King Center, one of the greatest guitarists ever. And it was the first concert in the Smoothie King Center in 18 months. A year and a half. And uh, Jimmy Vaughn, Stevie Ray's brother, opened up for Eric Clapton. And uh, the people I know who went, uh, they all said uh, it was a, it was a really good show. I, I was gonna go. I've seen Slowhand before, but this past Saturday night, I I didn't go, uh, be, because they they said that you'd you'd have to wear a mask. In, inside this, the Smoothie King Center for the for the whole concert, as long as you weren't eating or drinking. To which Coleman said that I should have been double-fisted with beers uh, the whole show, and, and then I, I wouldn't have had to put my mask on at all because right. I'd, I'd be drinking constantly during the, uh, during the Clapton show. But some of the friends that I talked to who went, they said that uh, they they wore a mask to to get in the Smoothie King Center, but once they got in, they they took their masks off and and they didn't they didn't put them back on ever, and they weren't eating or drinking, which was uh, which was something. Plus Saturday night there there was some really good college football on. On, on, on Saturday night, there, there there were great games this weekend, both in, in college football uh, and in the NFL. And you say your prediction became wrong with Tulane, right? Yeah, I thought Tulane was going to give Ole Miss a game. I really did, but they didn't. And um, you know, Ole Miss they're a, they're a top fifteen team in the country right now, but Week One Tulane. Almost beat Oklahoma, and Oklahoma was number two at the time. And that game was supposed to be at Tulane. It was supposed to be uptown, but because of Hurricane Ida, they they moved that game to Oklahoma. And uh, and boy, Tulane played with them right till the end, but they did not do the same this past weekend. And you know, I know Tulane has been down for a long time. But this coach they have, he's been there a few years now. They're getting better and better and better. That's why I expected a, a, a better game from the Green Wave uh, this past Saturday, but but it didn't happen. Uh, hey, did you see what happened in New Orleans on Thursday night? Thursday night, this past Thursday night, these four women... They went out to dinner at the Fiery Crab restaurant here in New Orleans. And when when dinner was over, the four of them just got up and they walked out. And one of the employees of the restaurant got in one of the women's way and said, well, wait a minute, you've got to pay. Well, that woman threatened to shoot the employee of the Fiery Crab restaurant. And now New Orleans police are asking for the public's help 
identifying and finding this woman who threatened to shoot a restaurant employee as she left without paying her bill. You know, usually when people chew and screw, they get out of the restaurant pretty quick after they eat their meal. But these four women, they just stood up after they were done with their meal and they walked out the door and 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 the employee of the fiery crab stopped one of them and said hey what 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 are you doing you you, you got to pay for what you just ate and and she threatened to uh to shoot the employee that's that's it's not very ladylike well, there's two ways to think about it. Either they knew that they weren't going to pay and they were armed, so they that's why they took their time. Or maybe they did intend to pay, but they just didn't like the food, so they're like, screw this, I'm walking out. But like you said, usually when, they, when, when people chew and screw, they run out. So the fact that they took their lovely time, that's the, that's the oddity in this situation. Yeah, it makes me wonder, Coleman, if when they were planning this evening, if this was the plan the whole time, if they said, remember, this is last Thursday night. They said, okay, let's ladies, let's, uh, let's the four of us, let's go out, get dinner. And, And I wonder if that was the plan from the, from the beginning, or if something happened during their meal where they looked at each other and decided, no, we're not going to pay for this. Yeah, so four women all together on the same. Because like you said, this is one of those things that we always expect men to do. You can see a group of guys being silly and like saying, hey, let's run out of here. But four women, you don't necessarily think that they, they would have that mentality to just walk out in the way they walked out. They didn't run out. They walked out. It, it makes me think maybe they didn't like their service, so they, they all just said, screw it, we're not paying for our service. That's what it seems like to me. But. To threaten someone with the gun, like I would shoot you, now that's the that takes it to an entirely different level. My first big radio job was in Hartford, Connecticut. I was on a rock station in Hartford, Connecticut, and there was a uh, it was either a Friday or a Saturday night with some friends. I, I I went out. We we went we went to a club and we saw a, a, a live band. And then after, we went, it was at Denny's, I think. And it was late at night, and there was a, there was a big group of us there. And I, I'll be honest with you, I was, I was, I was drunk. But, yeah, I, man. but I, but I, but I ate, ate my food, and, and evidently, nobody paid uh, for, the, for the food. But while I was in there, someone who worked at the restaurant, I guess, listened to the radio show and knew who I was. So when I went to work on Monday, I got called into the program director's office. He said, hey, there's this restaurant called and said you were with a group of people who, uh, who ate food but, but didn't pay for it. Did you go to this restaurant over the weekend? I said, yeah, I, I, but I didn't realize nobody paid. I, Again, it was after going to see a, a local band in a, in a club, and uh, I was feeling great. 
I I I didn't. So I, nobody sorted out like nobody was the uh, was uh, Mr. Money Banks said everything's on me. Nobody yelled that out. No, that, that you could remember. No, that that wasn't said. And so um, later that day or the next day, I went back to that Denny's and I and I I paid for the. I, I I paid for the food. I've done it a few times where I forgot to pay for something. I, uh, uh, twice that I could remember. One, I forgot to pay the stripper for a lab dance, but luckily I I remembered. Like, oh man, hey, here's your uh, money for the lab dance. I forgot. And then another time, I uh, I think I left a bar without paying the tab, and I completely forgot. But I called. I, I actually remembered. I called them and asked. They're like, I have a lot of money in my wallet, more money than I'm supposed to. Did I pay you for those drinks? And then she looked at the tab. Oh, no, your tab is still open. So I went back and paid the tab. But twice that has happened to me where I forgot to pay. And then when it dawned on me that uh, I didn't pay, I went back and paid. Yeah, I I wonder if these women, again, I I wonder if these four women, if this was part of their plan the whole time when they were eating dinner this past Thursday night at the Fiery Crab restaurant here in New Orleans. Or or something happened during during the during the dinner, and these four women just got up and walked out. And then when, when one of the employees said, "Hey," to one of them, "What are you What are you doing?" One of the women said, "I'll shoot you." This text says, "Only one that threatened to shoot the person is going to get in trouble. Everyone else is going to say that she was supposed to pay. The person with the gun was supposed to pay. That would be that would be something. The one with the gun was the one that said, "Come on out, it's on me." Everybody, all the." Get anything you want, eat what you want is on me. And they all thought she was going to pay, but then she, when it was when they got time to pay the bill, she's like, "I will shoot you." That's the how I'm going to pay for it. We always appreciate your texts. Thank you, and feel free to text us anytime during the show. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. You can text us about anything you want. Always keep it short, one or two sentences, and uh, and and if it's good, we'll we'll read it on the show. We we appreciate it. Um, we still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Baby showers are supposed to be fun, right? A, a, a woman is having a baby, have a baby shower. Friends and family members come over and they give gifts, uh, for the for the, for the woman or baby, there was a baby shower the other day in Pennsylvania. People got into argument over gifts. Three people got shot. Uh huh. Three people got shot at a baby shower. Three people were shot and wounded at a baby shower in western Pennsylvania after an argument occurred over gifts at the shower. I mean, were they arguing about who the gifts were for? Because it's clearly for the pregnant person, right? Well, this happened, Coleman, right near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in a town right outside of Pittsburgh. And, uh... Police got a phone call saying that there was a shooting at a, at a baby shower. 911, what's your emergency? People started arguing over over gifts that the that the mother 
received, and that, that's that's all it says in the police report. I, I don't I don't know how the argument could have resulted in someone pulling out a gun at a baby shower and shooting three people. Exactly. That, that's the part that confuses me. What could you possibly get into an argument over gifts about? Is it who sent the gifts? Is it whose gift is better? Whose gift you should open up first? Who the gifts are really for? Were the gifts good or not? Like, I, what could possibly? Because what? It's a baby shower, right? It's hard to even imagine people going to an event where, where where you're welcoming a new human being into the into the world and then someone there pulls out a gun looking to take someone or people out of the world all, all, all over gifts at the, at, at the baby shower I never understood why they call it a baby shower instead of the pregnant woman shower I know you're supposed to shower the baby with gifts, but the baby's still inside the tummy, and you're really giving the pregnant woman all the gifts, so it should be pregnant woman shower, right? But I think baby shower uh, rolls off the tongue a little bit easier. Yeah, I I learned that I'm going to have to stay away from baby showers and gender reveal parties. It's just too dangerous out there. Well, coming up next on the show, it's the dumbest thing I I read all morning, and that was pretty dumb, a shooting at a baby shower. But but wait do you hear why 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 this guy is is going to jail for a little bit? Um that's next on the dumbest thing I read all morning here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here, and it's time for the dumbest thing I read all morning. Man jailed for calling 911 many times to report he was tired. An Indiana man who repeatedly called 911 to inform... 911, what's your emergency? I'm tired. To inform police operators that he was tired will spend the next two months resting up in a county jail. 61-year-old Daniel Schroeder was arrested at his home in Evansville, Indiana in connection with a bunch of 911 calls placed. Now, this isn't the first time Daniel Schroeder has gotten in trouble for calling 911. I I personally, and I'm knocking on wood because I feel fortunate, but I've never called 911 once in my life. Have you, Coleman? Oh, once, and it didn't work out, so I I just stopped. Now I just handle my my business myself. But some people... Have have an issue with calling nine one one. Let you read some news stories, and you'll say, "Oh, oh yeah, like if, if there's a problem at, at a house somewhere, 
Oh, yeah, well, well, police were called to that house several times in the past, and, like, I, I couldn't imagine ever, ever ever calling 911 unless unless I had to, unless my my life was at stake. Well, you know, some people call 911 for, uh, alter, up to, for altercations. Some people call 911 because they were missing a chicken nugget or the ice cream machine was broken. But this guy, he just seems like he's very up in age. He might have some sort of dementia. You said he was 61, right? He's 61. He just got arrested for repeatedly calling 911 to tell them he was tired. Um, and, and that happened literally a day after... He pleaded guilty to prior misuse of the 911 system. In the earlier case, he uh, he admitted calling 911 to report that he was upset that a female relative was not following his rules. <laughs> so he called 911 a bunch of times about that. He got in trouble, went to court. And then the day after his court case for that, he repeatedly called 911 to tell them he was tired. Those people who call 911 for instances like this, it makes me wonder what they do they what do they expect the police to do? Did did they want the, did he want the police to come in and read him a lullaby or sing him a lullaby or read him a bedtime story or maybe give him some Nyquil? Like what did he expect the police to do? You know we used to see someone like this Coleman and we say this guy's a nut or he's nuts. Well now with the way people talk about mental illness, this guy obviously has mental illness. I think he has some form of dementia. I think he's old. He's just old and weary and maybe he should be in a home instead of a jail cell. But it's incredible how he was just in court for calling 911 several times saying that a female relative was not following his rules and in that court case a judge ordered him to serve 6 months in jail but suspended his jail sentence on the condition that he does not call 911 unless it's an emergency and the next day, the day after that court case, the day after the judge told him that, he called 911 over and over and over again to tell them he was tired. They should have gave him a number to like a, a, a sex hotline or something. So it seems like this guy has a lot of time of his, on his hands. He seems to be pretty lonely. So maybe they should give him a, a number to a sex line so he can like, like talk to some Russian um, male or the bride saw something like that. Well, now he's got 60 days in in, in jail. But uh, the, the man who kept calling 911 to tell them he was tired the day after he, he had a court case. You think when he got his phone call that he called 911 from the jail? You know how they give you a phone call in jail? You think he called 911 at phone call? Wouldn't that be something that's his one phone call? Well, the guy who kept calling 911 to tell them he was tired. That's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station.